Hello listeners, welcome to Money Talk with Patrick. I am your host Patrick, trading mentor and creator of TC Trading. So in today's episode, I will be talking about my top 3 lessons of 2020. I believe that sharing my experience and what I went through might help you have a better approach to difficult situations and be prepared to tackle them in a better way. If you have any questions regarding my content or would like to ask me something, you can find this podcast Telegram group by searching Money Talk TCE in Telegram. So hello everyone, how is it going? Thank you very much again for joining me in Money Talk with Patrick. So today I'm going to be talking a little bit more about these important lessons that I learned through 2020. And I think a lot of you guys, uh, you know, uh, it has been a really, really rough year uh, to say the least, you know, in terms of financial uh, opportunities or in terms of, you know, if you were looking for a job, a lot of people were unemployed. You know, if you look at the stock market, it was a debacle at the beginning. If you were looking at Bitcoin, even, you know, everything was tumbling at the, at the first months. I think it was uh, around February, March. And, you know, after that, yes, we have a tremendous recovery in the markets, but it's not the same in every aspect. I don't think we are seeing small businesses coming uh, the same way as the traditional markets, right? Uh, A lot of it has to do with big companies having a lot of money and are able to survive for longer than these small businesses. But in any case, I wanted to talk about these lessons because we as a species, uh, you know, uh, the human species, we evolve from the experiences of others, right? Uh, and of course, we, we have the hope of not repeating the, the same mistakes, right? And this is coming from World War One, World War Two. you know, we try to look back at what humanity has done and we try to try to improve on the mistakes that have been done. So for this reason, I wanted to open up a little bit more and, you know, talk about uh, my top three lessons that I learned the hard way. And when I mean the hard way, I mean the freaking hard way. Um, so I'm going to divide into three. Of course, I'm going to give more context into each of them. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about is about, I mean, it's kind of like a, a divided thing because it's about a blind trust but also lack of preparation. So I'm going to give you a little bit more context on what I've learned. So uh, some of you, if not a lot, if you go even through my webpage at tctrading.com, you know, if you have added me on LinkedIn or whatever, you will know a little bit more about uh, my experience, uh, well, more than anything, my international experience. So I did study in the UK, you know, I've worked in France, uh, right now I'm in Canada. So I've been traveling and living basically abroad for a long time. And thanks to this, I have developed like a lot of skills. I have known a lot of good things. And I've also, and I have also learned the downsides of the different countries and different cultures where I've been. And now talking more about this lesson, uh, immigration is an important part of money, right? Uh, you know, depending on your specific situation, I might be covering more about immigration if you guys are interested or if you know anyone who might need help on this because I know a lot of friends who might want to go abroad who are looking to study in in other countries. You know, they want to be traveling. They want to uh, seek for other opportunities and it's fair. And I don't think you should really be wasting money into paying people to help you, you know, um, well, in any case, uh, I'm explaining more the story. I had kind of like an agreement with an immigration agency uh, here in Canada. And of course, I will not give 
out the name because I don't want any legal problems. Uh, you know, whenever you call someone out, uh, it's not a good idea. Uh, in any case, I was with this um, immigration agency, agency, and of course, they are lawyers, right? So in my idea, in my brain, I was like, okay, you can trust them. You know, they are the professionals. They are professionals at, at what they do. So they know best. Uh, they know what you should do, what uh, you should be aiming for, and so on in terms at least of kind of immigration, in terms uh, of knowing, you know, what are your pro possibilities depending on your profile. So... So in any case, uh, giving more uh, back uh, background for for this story, I ended up with this agency, you know, around like two years ago. So they were kind of telling me what paperwork I needed if I wanted to go to Canada because of my profile, if I wanted to, you know, work there, uh, potentially get a, a residency there, you know, you know, uh, just the opportunity of living and working there and so on. Uh, well, the point is that after two years, um, they had a plan for me and I did everything that they, uh, that they pretty much asked. And when it was the actual point of going there, they suddenly changed the entire plan, right? They were like, oh, you know what about what we told you? Well, it's not necessarily like that. Now we need you to go and study first because we think that that's the best solution. Right. And this was after two years of preparation. I kid you not. And I was so mad because all of a sudden they're like, Oh, you know what? No, no, don't expect to work here. You have to pay us or you have to at least invest another $10,000, $20,000, whatever, you know, uh, for studying, for living in there. And then you might be able to have uh, that opportunity that you were looking for. And I was like devastated, right? I, I, I mean, I was not really expecting that. And in the, in the end, I lost a lot of money uh, due to this. And kind of my lesson first is do not blindly trust anyone, okay? So it does not matter if they're lawyers, if they're financial advisors, uh, always do your due diligence and try to understand the situation the best you can. You know, in my situation, if I had really gone and do the research on my own, if I had really tried to understand the whole immigration process, which, you know, of course, now I, I know, you know, the ins and outs, I know what I need, I know how many points, I know how it works, I know what documents, I know how to increase my chances and so on. But I didn't know that back then I was really trusting these uh, people and they didn't, they weren't transparent. They, instead of really telling me hey this is how it is this is what you need you know they they were like okay yeah yeah good just get these documents and that's it and then when i got it you know they realized oh it's not the scenario we thought about uh in any case sadly immigration is a very lucrative uh, business do not fall for scams and companies that profit from the need of a desperation of others okay there's a lot of companies that do this for free and i would recommend you do that because you know these agencies are incentivized to actually help you usually it's like they have an agreement with a, a company or they have agreements with universities so if you actually get accepted if you actually get something of benefits then okay you you will benefit them because they they work on commission but when they try to charge you just run away you know because they are not entitled or legally binded to actually help you you know they are just kind of like advisors and if you get anything or you don't get anything they will get paid in the end so that's the first one again never just blindly trust really do your research on whatever topic it is the second one is not having a written financial plan now 
Uh, this is pretty self-explanatory, and I hope that you have listened to my last episode uh, where I talk more about, you know, the best way to invest, which includes really uh, the ins and outs of the basics of a financial plan. Now, in my particular case, even though I had in my head, you know, the idea of this financial plan, I had uh, kind of like what I wanted, uh, how I wanted to move my own money and so on. I really never wrote it down. And it, this was a huge, huge problem um, afterwards because all of my budgets and all of my goals were kind of like really blurry. You know, I didn't have like strict limits. I didn't have boundaries where I would say, okay, this is, uh, you know, for long-term investments and that's it. So because I did not have these strict limits on my trading budget, on my investment budget, or even my emergency fund, I started kind of like tampering with all the different parts of my, you know, of, of, of my money, of all my funds. And this was a very bad mistake. And this was a very, very costly one. Like, uh, you know, in terms of uh, what I did, I still have to get a little bit better. But, but again, you know, you have to learn from your mistakes. And this is what I'm trying to do this podcast so that if you are uh, someone new who are starting your career or if you are someone who are starting to uh, save and invest, you don't make the same mistake. So had I not tampered with my long-term portfolio and my emergency fund, I would have been in a very strong position despite the aftermath of the pandemic. Uh-huh. So and, and, and when I say this, I mean like in a really, really better position. Uh, position and the lesson here is write down your own financial plan uh, it doesn't matter if it's a document on your computer if it's on a notebook or a piece of paper write down your goals and budgets according to your income and of course this is not financial advice because you are gonna do your own due diligence on doing what's best for you according to your specific situation right this is not me telling you you have to do it a certain way because i don't know uh, your situation and i don't know what you're uh, gonna be doing in any case this will help you to be more objective with your financial decisions and avoid harming your financial situation now last but not least the third lesson that i really had to learn the hard way was not obeying my trading rules so you know uh, always obey your trading rules if you are into trading so i hope that there is a reason uh, i mean that you know that there is a reason why i made a trading course and it really was to avoid bad situations so to help people avoid avoid bad situations when trading does not go your way right and the way i made a course was basically okay with everything that i've learned how would i make it so that if i didn't know anything i could get all this experience as fast as possible so that's the, uh, the way that i came up with uh, my trading course and to be honest i kid you not uh, this is probably the most the most annoying lesson for me because if I had obeyed my own rules, if I had obeyed what I preach, uh, I would have been so better off. And when I say I would be better off, I do mean it. Uh, you know, there's a reason uh, why I've done uh, so much research and I put this, uh, this course. And, you know, it's kind of ironic, but it, it, it does happen. You know, sometimes even if you are uh, very good at what you're doing, even if you are a professional in whichever industry, you will make uh, rookie mistakes every now and then of course there is more context to my mistakes and the drivers behind it okay i mean you, i hope you understand it it was 2020 the pandemic hits you know aesthetic 
income opportunities are lacking you see all around people are losing their jobs if you want to find something like more stable or at least even part-time you know it's becoming harder to find a job uh, there was some external pressure from family from relatives and this is a bad psychological mix for trading and i've talked a lot in my course about the psychology of trading uh, and you should be avoiding when you are really emotional or when you are not in a right mindset, right? Because the thing here is that once a negative mindset hijacks your brain, it's very difficult to steer the situation. You know, it's all, it, it's almost resembling a, a plane spiraling down. And I did a piloting instructions when I was at university. So just to tell you how it feels, uh, when you were piloting you ha you have a joke so when you pull it it's basically the the, the stick or uh, whichever control you use to maneuver the plane if you just pull it and you start going up at one point the plane is gonna stall right and you're gonna go in a free fall and if you don't do anything that plane is gonna start spiraling down and the, and the interesting thing is that when it's spiraling down of course because of the inertia you are pushed to one side and in your mind, uh, your reaction is to try and change, right? The, the controls from, if you're spiraling, I don't know, to the left side, then you try to change it to the right side to compensate. But actually, that's exactly the opposite that you need to do. If you were to do that, then you, you keep losing control and, and you keep spiraling down. You need to actually left the, uh, leave the controls the way that you are actually feeling the inertia at, uh, in order to stab uh, stabilize it. And this is very, uh, similar to you know having a, a negative mindset in trading because usually you will try what you will try to do is trying to compensate right what you will try to do is trying to get everything back you're gonna get ready and so on where in reality is the total opposite of that and that's why i'm doing kind of like uh, this comparison but in any case you know i'm summarizing the most important lessons in trading that i figuratively wrote on a gold plate so that i don't really forget hey you know for my next attempts for uh, the future so number one be patient with your setups you know at one top uh, at one point uh, if i had just let my trades right basically as planned i would not only have end up with loss uh, you know with maybe break even at that scenario but maybe some handsome profits uh, number two it would be do not over leverage your positions you know this is a very fatal mistake and this uh, fatal mistake was to keep opening positions even though i had some running now in my course i talked a lot about risk management but it's not only about a risk per trade that you have you know if you have an account and you're risking one percent it's also about the simultaneous risk that you are willing to take you know how much simultaneous risk do you want to take in your account at any given time so it's very important that you have this written down again in your trading plan um, number three is set a fixed drawdown and if this uh, drawdown is hit reconsider your trading plan now this is very important of course because uh, you know if you reach that if that, that amount of losses you know you can have some days or even a couple of weeks off from trading to settle your mind and in my particular scenario this would have helped me a lot in order to settle my mind and get some rest of the charts you know when you are actually uh, in this kind of like a spiral down and you know you think 
that you can do better despite that not being the case. So you really need to uh, kind of like, uh, you know, keep off the charts, you know, just rest. And again, this is not only for trading. This is basically for everything. When you're emotional, when you uh, things are happening, when things are negative all around you, it's not a good time to make an important decision. You know, even if you're fighting with relatives, if you're doing, uh, you know, whatever, it's not the best time overall. And the last one, number four for me was do not make trading your only source of income you know you always want to diversify the most you can and as i have seen in my course and other episodes of the podcast trading works best when you have a part-time or a full-time job or even a side business right because you don't want all of that pressure come into a single income and Again, this is not only to talk about trading. This is to talk about every anything you do in your life. You know, if you have a job and you are depending on that job only, you know, alone, then you're going to be in a very tough situation because if something happens like the pandemic, if you get uh, fired, if something happens, then you are pretty much done right so you, what you want is to have multiple sources of income maybe you want to invest in some stocks that are going to give you dividends and uh, maybe you want to buy some bonds so that you can have a steady income uh, over the uh, the period of one year maybe you want to as well make a side business have some passive income you know in my case i create a course so even though i am really selling it like really cheaply it's something that i know that i'm gonna get a little bit every single month so it's more about diversifying right because trading is an it's an active form of income right there's active and passive so you want to diversify not only on actives but also on passives but in any case traders and listeners i hope that you enjoyed this episode of money talk with patrick even though 2020 was a tough year never let a good crisis go to waste Try your best to learn from your mistakes and improve your situation. If you want to learn more about trading and benefit from my experiences, go to www.tctrading.com. Thank you very much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.